0: All right, welcome in to Vision Pros Live. I'm Jackson Callum, I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guests, guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Ultimately, I just wanna go through some of the things that might help you with your vision. If you have a vision that you're pursuing, drop a link in the comments and let us know what that is. If that's a business or a brand, um, if it's a nonprofit that you run, Be happy to promote it, be happy to talk to you about it. And if you'd like to apply to be on Vision Pros and be interviewed about that vision, then by all means, feel free to reach out. Awesome, everybody, and welcome into Vision Pros Live, where I'll be hosting Tony Lopes today of Freedom at Risk, fantastic book, and Dirty Boots Capital. And beyond that, he's just got so much power and vision for what he's doing and what he's trying to do for people that I can't wait to bring him up here. But this is actually an impromptu interview. The person I met Tony through is Ashley DeMoke of Dateo Publishing, and she wasn't able to make it in today. So last minute, Tony and I are texting back and forth, and I'm like, hey, man. You want to come and talk on, on Vision Pros with me? And he's like, you know, absolutely. So uh, without further ado, Tony, let's bring you on and, and we'll get the full bio in as we go. But there's, we won't get the full bio in. Come on. We'll get portions of the bio because your bio is probably much longer than you even give yourself credit for. So, Tony, welcome today. Appreciate having okay.
1: you. Thank you so much, Jackson, for having me on. This is going to be uh, some really exciting content
0: that we're creating today. So I'm, I'm super excited for this. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked as well. You're, you're right about that. This is a very rare opportunity. If you get the chance to hear this, um, I'm going to talk about Tony in a way that may make some of you feel uncomfortable um, with the reality of just how successful he is and what he's been up to. But when you can retire at 44 years old, You become a multimillionaire and then you want to help spread the wealth by teaching people about it and how that's done. But you do so in such an authentic way, you know, it can be like, well, wait a second, like, I don't know if I can relate to this guy, but Tony's also got a background as a, uh, you know, in understanding what the hard knocks life looks like. So we're going to go full circle on that, look at each of those spectrums. And if you're listening in and you're looking for somebody to advise you in relation to wealth, I've never found somebody more authentic, than tony i found some equals out there but i've never found somebody more authentic than he is and we had a fantastic experience as we got to know each other on a on a trip recently um i really got to dive in but we'll dive into all the details that i've seen because i want you guys in the audience to understand the power and value that tony is to my life and why i like to keep him as close to me as possible any chance i get no matter how many states apart we are so uh tony just let me go there thank you for your friendship man that's the main yeah, thing I want to and, say. And,
1: and likewise, th- thank you for yours. I, I uh I'm so blessed in so many ways, but I'm certainly blessed to have you in my life and be helping guide me, uh, help me with uh with you know, branding, with thinking through different things, right? There's not a lot of people out there who can, you know, just have the power of uh pure thoughts, right? And to be able to sit down with you and to brainstorm through different topics, be able to, again, just have different thoughts uh, and not, uh, you know, not flow with the masses. you know, I so appreciate you and being that <laughs> sounding board. And being I love you calling to... me out for that. You're so
0: right. I don't yeah. flow with the masses.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's it, it's it's wild. I, you know, as you know, and as as you do your, yourself, right? We come across a, a lot of different people, and the important thing, you know, uh, I try to do is have some, just have some, some new thoughts. And those new thoughts, you know, inspire me to do great things. And, you know, sometimes you get stuck in your own head and you need to talk to others to be able to get out of that gudge. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure your viewers know it as well. Right. We we get stuck and we need other other people in our lives to to inspire us to do greatness. And and that's what you help me with, Jackson. You You truly do. So uh, and, and sometimes it's not even me jumping on a phone call with you. It's it's me just, you know, thinking about you. And then <laughs> these these thoughts come. So I, I appreciate you, man.
0: Dude, thanks, man. I appreciate that. So Tony, Tony walks. Um, he runs on a rocket ship laps around me in terms of financial advice. Um, and, and the opportunities that are there. And it's really cool because he can speak to me and others in a way that, that people can get. But I want to just give you an array of things. If you're into learning about gold, like in the investment and, and what that would look like to invest in, in in gold, or if you want to know about investment and real estate, you know, and complexes and and the ups and downs, the ins and outs, uh, there's so much that he has to give there. But again, I don't I don't want to limit that. If you're into any type of financial discussions. Um, I found Tony to be the type of person where I can go to him. And if he's not, if he doesn't know what the answer is, I found he's the type of person that will guide you to the right type of person to talk to as well He's very well connected. But Tony, what are some of your favorite financial freedom topics to to explore with people or to put out, you know, to discuss with people?
1: Well, my number one is definitely real estate. Uh, That's my that's my background. I've been heavy into real estate for 20 years now. It was the thing that allowed me to uh, obtain financial freedom at the age of 44 uh, and now I get to do uh, beautiful things that I want to do um, and one of those things is actually coach people on uh, real estate and how to get into real estate and all the benefits that real estate offers them. Uh, it's not just something that the the rich can do. We can all do it, right? I mean, I I am the product of immigrant parents. My parents came to this country as immigrants uh, with very little in their pocket, and uh, they they advised me to, you know, like a lot of our parents. This is probably going to sound very similar to a lot of the viewers out there. My parents told me, you know, go to school, get an education, get a good job. You'll be taken care of all your life, and uh, and very powerful message and they supported me through that. And I thought, Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I'll go do. And that's what I did. I went to school. I got a good education. I got a good job. I, and I worked at that job for about four years. Uh, and then I got laid off and that was never in the mantra that my parents shared with me oh. and for, for a young person. That was, that was a, uh, eye-opening experience. And that was my first awakening to say, I got to do something different. And unfortunately, hold
0: on. You said a young person, right? Okay. And and we, you and me both, we get to talk about our twenties of being young too. How old were you when you got laid off?
1: I was 20, 26, I think. I think I was 26. Yeah. Somewhere around there.
0: And, and you know, it's so so strange. You know, I, I remember being 20, I think I remember being 26. Um, and around that time, you feel a little boxed in sometimes. You know, you feel like maybe I can't do something else. Um, you know, I was I was at a Lifetime Fitness as a sales rep when this guy came in and, and wanted to buy membership from me. Um, and it turned out he had won a Super Bowl um with the St. Louis Rams. He was uh and then, and then he, after he got out of the super, out of the NFL, he went back to school at 42 years old to become a dentist. Um, and people said he was crazy. Um, you know, and then and, and when I met him, he owned the nicest spa um, and, and recovery rehabilitation center for athletes in San Antonio. Um, you know, and, and I was like, I was 21. He, was, he took me to lunch and was teaching me about this because I have found that the people who are wealthy and, you know, and, and genuine they want to spread the love, they, they want to teach, they want to share that abundance with others and it probably comes back. So to rewind a little bit though, the struggle started before that, you know, you had other opportunities to learn about jobs, mowing lawns, doing paper routes, things like that. When did that start? When did you start, uh, you know, your hustle as a child?
1: <laughs> well, I, I go back to, you know, my, my parents were, were immigrants, so we weren't a wealthy family. OK, so that's something I, I, I press because a lot of us are in this situation. Right. I didn't I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth. So mm-hmm. it started when I was young. I would actually deliver. I had a paper route when I was I was 14 years old. Uh, I got a paper route and I had that for two, two and a half years. Uh, and I saved up money every single dollar bill I saved to be able to buy my first car. I had to buy it. My my parents, you know, sure they helped me out along the way, but I had to buy it. It was instilled in me uh, at a very young age that I had to work hard to get the things I wanted to get. So yeah, it's it started back then. Not nothing was um, what's what's the word today? There was no entitlements. Hmm. Right? I didn't just get money from my parents or just get money from the government to go to school or I had to work several jobs to pay for my college. Uh, So when I when I got out of college, I had an appreciation for my degree because I paid for it. You know, and I I talk a lot about education and there's good and bad associated with college educations. uh, But I I worked hard. And it took me five years. Actually, it took me five years to get through college. So right there, you can see, I'm not a smart guy. <laughs> it took me five years to, get to earn a four year degree. So, so yeah.
0: Oh man, Tony. Well, that, what does that make me? Because it took me two semesters to get a 0.33 GPA um, and realize college wasn't me, so.
1: And you right, uh, co- College isn't for everybody, and that's okay. And and you know, one of these things going on now is you know just the whole uh, uh, government wanting to pay for uh, student loans and kind of give everybody the okay to go to college. Uh, I don't I don't think there's uh, a lot of right with doing that because it sends the wrong message. It's like Mm -hmm. everybody needs to go to college. And if you don't go to college, you know, you're a lesser person. You know, I treat my plumber and the guy who mows the lawn and the roofer, I treat everybody the same as I do my CPA, as I do my financial advisors, right? I treat everybody with the same dignity and respect. Good morning. How are you? How's the wife? How's the kids? How's the family? Right? Everybody. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it seems like sometimes uh, the government tries to put down the, uh, the blue collar labor uh as yeah. as a lesser class and that's not good that's not right
0: and it's not, it's not healthy right either healthy. and and you know so it's funny i grew up in you know two different homes one where there was a silver spoon but we were emotionally beaten with it um and the other where we did not have silver spoons but i was uh you know i had five older sisters and my mom and they took care they coddled me um you know they they loved me so i didn't know what hard work looked like um, and I grew up with the law of the microwave. Um, yeah. you know, uh, microwave was my best friend all the way through, uh, throughout the time I was 19 years old. It wasn't until then where I started to really think about, you know, what, like all this, all this quick access to easy, you know, the, the, yeah, I could go get a job at Sonic or something. And I, I pretended to work hard and I felt like I was, I was really getting after it, but There's a lot of depression that comes from a life of not working hard. There's a lot of lost purpose that occurs. There's a lot of realizing, wait a second, I might be robbing myself of things of my future. And it's, it's good when you have people in your life who can point that out and help you get on track. But you remind me of the law of the harvest, right? You did five years to learn, learn it. Well, you, you were cultivating, you were building and you've taken advantage of opportunities. And I'm glad that I got on that train eventually. Because we live in a society right now where people are adverse to to a a degree of hard work and a diligence where they almost feel like you should not work hard. And I don't I don't want to condemn those individuals. I don't. I want to help open their eyes because what's the person who's suffering in that equation is not me. You know, I don't I don't have to go eat at fast food. I can go get food wherever I want. Um, You know, I'm not going to wait there at McDonald's while somebody doesn't take care of me. I'm going to. I'm going to go make my fast food a different way or order out. So how do we inspire people? How do we do that to inspire people to take on the principles of the law of the harvest? What goes into that?
1: It It, it, is, it is difficult. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, one of the biggest challenges I have is getting folks to take action. And sometimes it's just taking small, low, baby steps. Um, I've had this conversation with neuroscientists. I've had this conversation with, you know, very, very powerful international speakers who are on stage trying to encourage folks to take action. I've had these conversations where I share with them, I have trouble getting folks to take action. And, uh, and, and I guess, the good news is they, they have the same, uh, they've experienced the same, and it really comes down to the, to the individual. The individual needs to be in a, in a space, uh, mind space, physical space, um, where they can take action and they're ready to take action. Um, I had a lot of, as I call it, highs in my life, good moments in my life, but I've also had a lot of lows in my life getting laid off was just one of them. And so I think people sometimes need to experience those lows in their life to jolt them to take action. And uh, unfortunately, uh, to to a degree, that's just the reality of it. Outside of that, I do as much as I can to encourage people because I I do – I do a lot of research, you know, we've had these conversations. I do a ton of research. I speak with a, a lot of very very smart people who are educating me on what's coming down the pipeline for for society and civilization. And unfortunately, it's it's not a tremendously rosy picture. I don't I don't like to go negative. I don't like to preach doom and gloom. That's, that's not my goal. My goal is to educate people. And that's why each and every day I coach, I do YouTube videos, I create content. I, you know, reason why I wrote the book is because I'm trying to reach so many different people to be able to encourage them in some way, read a book, watch YouTube videos, do something, take some small action to better your lives.
0: Right. Oh, I love that. And Jaime is actually going to be pulling up the uh, the book so we can see what it looks like. He'll be pulling up the YouTube channel as well, which I love the branding that you have on there, by the way. It really, it made it easy for us to kind of piggyback some components of your designs to, to start that portfolio that we worked on. Um, and uh, you know, so does just the inspiration of knowing that the person we're working with is centered on their purpose, right? And that you're out there doing so much good for others. That's what we're always looking for on our end. Now, with, uh, with this. We talked about another thing. Um, we talked about propaganda. I want to circle back to it. We talked about critical thinking skills um, and that being a big key. Anybody um, who's listening right now, as Jaime pointed out earlier in his comment, he said, surround yourself with the right people. I am a huge believer of that concept um, because the right people can inspire you to take the right types of actions and they can teach you how to think through things and we're, we're never done learning how to think we've got to maximize our capabilities to think through our scenarios in order to protect ourselves and not be a victim of our environments um, you know that's that's hard to admit but in all truth we're all victims of our environments there's not a single person who can escape that um, you know and and an example of that is if a hurricane hit, right now where I'm at, or rather a tornado hit right now on the spot where I'm at, or an atom bomb hit right where I'm at, guess what? I am a victim of the environment. Um, I can't escape that reality, right? I have to accept to some degree I will always be a victim, but do I make excuses for areas of my life, or perhaps I'm not a victim and have more control over escaping it? What are your thoughts on that, Tony?
1: Well, i you know i thought what you you said was very powerful in in terms of um you know your your greatness stems from those that you surround yourself with i don't even i don't even know if you realize how incredibly powerful that is so it, that it is i'm with it you I'm,
0: not, I'm i have to have people around me that support me
1: and likewise, I recognize that a lot and a lot of other very successful people recognize that, right? I know I'm not the smartest one, you know, at the table. I get it. I'm not. It took me five years to get through a four-year program, right? Remember that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so you know, again, just the stuff. I want the viewers to understand the the immense value that they get from you and what what i'm going to share right now is i i think you know gives the perspective i i coach with my uh my my clients my students i coach with them and i've always gone through what i've described as my three by five plan and it revolves around you know the slogan of um your your net worth is a result of your network. Right. And so I go through on a very detailed basis, what I call my three by five plan, where I say on a day, week, or monthly basis, who are the five people you're interacting with on a daily basis? Who are the five people you're working with on a, on a weekly basis? And who are the five people you're interacting with on a monthly basis, right? So that's my three by five plan. And I do it whether you have a business or whether you have a, um, you're looking to get started with a new business or with real estate. You know, who are those people you're surrounding yourselves with on a day, week, and monthly basis? And this has been incredibly powerful for folks to surround themselves with very powerful people. If they don't have them, we go find them. We create them. We get them thinking a little differently than how they may have been taught in school or maybe taught at home. We want them to think in a very more powerful way. And so back to what you're doing and the value you're creating, I used to do that one-on-one with folks to be able to help them. I just recently posted that video to my YouTube channel for free. So Which video? When, uh, it's, uh, it's on my YouTube channel. It's, it's one of the more recent ones. I, I have like uh almost uh 146 videos out there and things, but it's one of my more recent ones. Uh your your network, your net worth is your network or your network right. is your net worth.
0: It's awesome. The, we'll grab the link and we'll make sure to drop it in the comments afterwards for the viewers too.
1: But it's it, it goes back to, you know,
0: <laughs> you're trying to help people. I'm mm-hmm. trying to help people.
1: What we need folks to do is understand today that we uh, we have a tremendous amount of free content being provided out there that is so valuable you just need to absorb it and watch it or read it or go to a website you need to take that action youtube is free you don't have to pay for any of those videos right i'm not asking you to give me money jackson's not asking the viewers to give him money this is all free content that we're all just trying to help each other with. I don't I don't make a buck. Jackson isn't paying me to be here. I don't pay him, you know, to, to do what he does. He he does it because he's a good guy and he wants to see people be very successful. So That's right. it's it's just trying to get that message across. It's like, uh, you know, I, I share with folks. it's it's amazing sometimes the thought process that I that I come against you know I go to a lot of conferences and meet people and one of the things I hear occasionally are Tony why are you going to that conference you know they're just going to try to sell you on a program or sell you on a, a course or sell you on this and I'm like You know, and and some of them are put on by real estate experts. And a lot of folks know like Robert Kiyosaki. So Robert Kiyosaki Mm -hmm. will be at these events. And I'm like, do you think Robert Kiyosaki really needs Tony Lopes' money? (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't care (laughs) if Tony is there or not. So Robert Kiyosaki is not at these events educating and helping people to think different because he needs more money. He doesn't. He doesn't need their money. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I can tell you, <laughs> he doesn't. Um, so I, I think folks just need to get out of their own way and just think that, you know, stop thinking that 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 victim mentality, you know, that somebody's trying to make a buck off of me and somebody's trying to step on me.
0: Right. And I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to something like that or an investment of mine, uh, I have to also be aware of thinking about the return on investment. Right, so it's not to say that Robert doesn't make money. If you don't have very good listening skills, you're you're hearing Tony say that that Robert doesn't try to make money, right? If you, if you, if you or that he's not going to make any money by you purchasing his books, that's not what Tony's saying, right? But some of us have these mental baggages where we react internally to what is said versus listening to understand, right? So we have to take a step back from it as human beings and say, you know what. I'm not going to let my emotions get the best of me here. Yeah. I'm going to try to understand and ask questions about what the heck does that mean. So that doesn't mean that Jackson doesn't make money. That also never doesn't mean that I will never invest in Tony either. He's on my hot list, right? Yeah. I am looking very forward to getting to the point where my real estate portfolio expands and where I get to that point where I'm like, hey, Tony, how do we do things together on this? You know, How, how can I rope in your attention and time on this? Not because he won't give it. But there's a certain honor that exists. There's, this, there's a certain timing, right, that, that we all choose how we follow it, whether we listen to our heart or our mind or the alcohol or something else that influences us yeah. to make our decisions um, You know, or the news, right? Alcohol may not even be as strong these days as Fox News and CNN mm-hmm. in terms of influencing and brainwashing people and, into what they should think and how they should feel. And I'm sorry. I love I love getting news from all sources, but I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to open your eyes, open your minds, open your hearts to realizing that critical thinking skills can and should be constantly developed according to the level which you play at. And Tony talked about a level that I call the pay to play level, right? When I'm going to a conference and I invest in that conference, I know that the people who go to that conference I pay for are going to be at a different level than when I go to a conference that is free. And therefore the conversations are going to be of higher quality, the types of activities that are quality. It's a very important opportunity, not something that, that we we want to, that I ever think of myself as a victim of investing in that opportunity to learn. So let's talk about critical thinking and uh, propaganda um, finding truth, you know, and, and understanding that there's an opportunity to gain what what is happening right now? Um, what are some of the tactics, Tony, so that we can start recognizing those that are utilized in mainstream influence that keeps people from seeing and hearing truth?
1: Yeah, so the the politicians are the experts at it and following them is the media. Um and it, it goes back a, a long time this didn't, this propaganda did not just happen overnight or in the last two years since covid uh this has been happening for a long time um and it goes back actually it goes back to the uh the days of lucky strike do you remember those cigarettes they used to be called. they were called lucky strike i don't know if they I exist agree. anymore Uh, But it's a story that goes like this. So Lucky Strike was peaked out at their revenue and their profits. They were peaked out. So they brought in a guy to help them with their marketing. And this guy looked at their marketing plan and he said, well, you're, you're only advertising to half your market. You're marketing to men. You're not marketing to women and so he developed for lucky strike he developed a marketing campaign which allowed lucky strike to double their sales double their revenue double their profits and it's all through marketing and it was described as that it was during the days where women were looking to get more uh more liberation voting rights things like that all goodness But he used the campaign of the cigarette being a uh, freedom torch. And so uh, Mm. that took hold and was very successful. But the politicians took notice of this individual, this marketing uh, pioneer, and hired this marketeer. They hired him for their own political agenda. And he went on to be very successful working with politicians. He ultimately ended up writing the book titled, appropriately so, titled Propaganda. Mm -hmm. And so he he knows propaganda well. Um, And so the politicians latched on to him and uh, ever since have continued to use propaganda through marketing campaigns to shape how we think. Uh, to shape our belief system and how we also act and in many ways how we act when we go to the voting booths okay so you see a lot of things going on we we spoke about uh student loan forgiveness and to 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 a large degree that that's a campaign that they are uh using they are weaponizing some would say uh to act uh act upon us so that when we go to the booths, voting booths, we vote a certain way because many young people uh, they they uh, look at student loan forgiveness as a good thing, and that's going to help them. So right. they're going to vote a certain way for those particular politicians who are endorsing student loan forgiveness. But that's only that's only one one way they are weaponizing
0: uh, the. Um, well, and this, this tactic, right? The, so there's a tactic of, you know, a 0% interest loan, right? With the asterisk, 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 and most of society, you know, does not have the discipline or the algebra skills to understand that, uh, you know, if you don't, and I'm not talking about you, you people listening, you guys might have it. I'm not trying to say that society's bad. What I'm trying to say is if we do not teach the society who does not understand the tactic and who does not understand the math, how to avoid becoming victims of such plans, such propaganda, they will end up making investments or decisions that are contrary to what it is they actually wanted as their outcome. And so uh, what I hear you saying in this this one political instance I've seen done in a lot of political instances, are you saying that sometimes the politicians will put a fancy title that plays your emotions on a specific law or a specific regulation or series thereof. And they might put some things in there that you didn't agree to and didn't want, but they put it under the guise of something that you did want. So- <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, it, it, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, we need to start flexing our critical thinking muscles. Uh, like you had mentioned earlier, we need to flex those more and more. Uh, it's more important today to, to do that than ever before in uh, those those fancy titles that they put in front of these. Some of these bills, some of this legislation like the Inflation Reduction Act, where they just end up creating more money to put into the system that actually will
0: increase inflation. So let's look at that. So the Inflation Reduction Act. Are you saying that it's possible that human beings who have their own motives and desires might possibly think, oh, people know that inflation reduction is good, so I'm going to vote for that no matter what? Are you saying that happens? Right? That
1: happens. And, it, and it's so – we see it time and time again. A bill comes to the floor where uh, of Congress uh, or the Senate and uh, – it's a 5,000-page uh, bill, and they're voting on it the very next day. So let's now,
0: talk about the solution on this too, though, Tony. I want to hear from you. What do I need to do as a responsible citizen and freedom seeker and wealth seeker, right, to be able to recognize what's truth and what's not then? Because if I think if, you empower, if we empower the audience with the tools of critical thinking, right, What goes into that? um, Some people just did not pick that concept up in their five years or four years or nine years (laughs) of, of university and beyond. So one thing I'll say is, is I have to have references. I have to multiple references that do not associate with each other. Right. I need to know that this person who's atheist and this person who's Christian and this person who. Um, doesn't know either of them and is a business person. And I, I have to look around and see who all is talking about this and from what angles are they talking about it? I can't just take somebody's word for it. It's just not, I, I won't allow myself to. It's, it's a barrier for me to avoid falling victim of toxicity or ignorance. Okay. Yeah, and, and
1: it's, uh, it's a critical thinking muscle. And as we know, much like when we go to the gym, we're not going to be there on day one, or day five, or day ten. Uh, it takes time to develop these these skills, such mm-hmm. that when you read an article and you 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 might just take it at face value when you first read it, but as you develop these 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 thoughts and this this process of thinking, uh, you start to unwind things. And you start doing just exactly like you're talking about, Jackson. You start going to alternate sources. Uh, you start reading maybe some different articles or watching some different YouTube videos or find yourself searching like I, I many times do. You know, we, we're starting to hear a lot about central bank digital currency. Is that good? Is that bad? Well, there's, there's a lot of people out there saying that's good. That's the way of the future. But how is that going to impact me? So I'm hmm. doing deep dives, you know, not only uh, which accessible to, to all your viewers, go to YouTube, start watching YouTube videos on central bank digital currency. And from there, you'll get
0: good. Let me be clear to that. you, though, Tony, make sure you go to the right sources to watch these things. Right. And I know that sound it's like, well, that's a general statement. But how do you do that? Watch for certain words, too. If somebody uses a lot of if somebody uses a lot of pressure on you to make a decision, that person is somebody that I have a boundary against. Like, I I don't need that person, Um, you know, and their, their influence. Or if somebody is saying everybody knows this or everybody does this. That's a hyperbolic statement that isolates you. If you feel different, makes you feel weak and vulnerable and makes you want to jump on the track. I don't I don't subscribe to people of that nature. And then there's the people like Tony who are willing to be open, who are willing to be friendly, who are willing to say, take another look, feel free to research this yourself. And that can sometimes be used as a tactic as well, right? The higher you you get up the totem pole of influence, the more you realize, like, wow, um, you can really be tricked here. But guys, I'm telling you right now, Tony's one of my favorite people to turn to for financial advice in these matters because I know how hard he studies and I know what he cares about. I know who he cares about. I know how well he cared about me and cares about me by the way that our interactions continue to go. And it's so important to surround yourself with people who genuinely care about you and genuinely do their research. So Tony, feel free to keep going on, on the thread you were on.
1: I think where where you were at in, in terms of, you know, uh, be careful who you listen to. Uh, I'll give you my example. Uh, there are, and I, I research central bank digital currency, but I also re- research cryptocurrencies uh, to some degree. I'm not an expert. I, I don't ever pretend to be an expert. Uh, I'm always a student. I'm always learning, trying to seek new information.
0: That's the true work. sign of an expert. <laughs> so,
1: well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get there. Uh, but. Uh, I see some, and and your, your listeners, the, the viewers out there are going to resonate with this. When you find somebody that is such a fanatic, in this case on Bitcoin, I find so many people that are so fanatic about Bitcoin, it's difficult to have a conversation with them, like Jackson was saying, to talk about the pros and cons. They're only ever going to throw the pros at you. They're never going to see the cons. They they have their blinders on, and that's not a conversation I want to have. I want to be able to have that higher level or that different thought. Not even higher level, but just be able to see both sides of the coin. And this is actually one thing that I that I did learn from from Robert Kiyosaki, and uh, you know I share with a lot of a lot of folks a lot of this stuff that I I share I share freely uh, because it's so so powerful and. Um, and and not for nothing, you know, like you had up there on on the screen a moment ago, pay to play. Uh, I pay to I. I speak with a lot of people freely, you know, to 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 get advice and just different thoughts. It's systems going on. I go to a lot of conferences. I'm basically at a conference once a month to at love least uh, to be able to. So I'm paying to get you know my a bigger network, more thought leaders in front of me, Mm -hmm. more conversations. I also pay substantially to be part of a mastermind group. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to join a mastermind, but I I joined one because I felt it was important for me to have some different thoughts, some stimulation in a different way to be able to expand my knowledge and expand how, how I think and how I see the world and how I see create my own opinion okay i don't want to just hang on the words and recycle the words that i saw uh, someplace or i heard on youtube i don't want to just recycle that i want to be able to make it my own in terms of how i see things and so now when i coach folks it's you know a lot of folks <laughs> it's amazing i i have a lot of fun with people <laughs> yes we do <laughs> You know, folks will be like, you know, because I do primarily real estate coaching and they'll just want the answer that that's like 100 percent of the time. Tony, tell me the answer. Tell me what to do. And I'll just go do that. And I'm like, it's not that easy. The answer is different for everybody. And um, and so I just don't give the the answer. If people are looking for the answer, then I'm the wrong coach for them. Um, hmm. it's, it's a process. I want to teach you how to fish. I want to strengthen your, your critical thinking muscles. I want to strengthen your real estate investor muscles. I don't want to just give you the answer that's doing you a disservice. So we, we will struggle through that and and that's okay. We'll struggle through it. But at the end of the day, you're going to be more powerful and uh, just a better person, better investor at the end of the day. Uh, so I don't I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, I love that. Well, we
0: just we're we're talking about developing these critical thinking skills, right? And it can be it can be difficult to talk through the process of of how to do that, you know, while also empowering people to find their own answer. You know, and that that's ultimately what you're you're striving to do in this call where you and I are talking, but the person, the learner is not present, right? And the learners are all at different levels of this equation. Exactly what, you know, the person, the audience is listening to needs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's at different levels. And, And I don't work to, you know, just, just go in at my level and start pontificating or talking about certain things that doesn't work. When I, when I start, you know, either coaching folks or trying to have some, some conversation with them, I try to meet them where they are. I think that's incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And that's another sign in terms of, you know, again, I'll go back to the to the Bitcoin example, uh, because that that one is so prevalent. Uh, some of those folks will just want to take you where they where they are already, yes. as opposed to meeting you where you are understanding where you are, where your perspectives, where your thought and, and your beliefs are at, and then helping bring you along. I'm not looking to to brainwash anybody, but that there, there's a path to helping people come to, to to where they need to be. and you can't just say, be here. It just doesn't work that way. It takes time to bring them along, to educate them, to to uh, again create and, and strengthen those critical muscles uh, that that
0: they need to have. So oh, that's right. And some of us, um, those of us who are a bit more feminine in nature, get caught up in our emotions. It tends to be the the case in that. And what does that? Sometimes it's the music involved. Um, right. Sometimes it's the fun that's involved, the energy that's involved in an energy and fun and music can all be fabricated or can create a reality that's not quite there. I'm going to juxtaposition Grant Cardone um, and you and I've I've participated in both programs. Same thing with Robert Kiyosaki's and Robert Kiyosaki. I love, by the way, he, he's probably going to come up in almost every episode uh, that we do at Vision Pros and the but Grant Cardone's program. When I went through and was listening to how he pitches the REI stuff, because I'm just I'm not a fan of the tactics, but I wanted to learn from this scenario because he's obviously got a degree of success for himself, um, right? He's obviously able to get massive attraction out there. And you know what he reminds me of is Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars came out with this song that became very popular called Today I Don't Want to Do Anything. I'm not going to do anything at all, right? Right. So here he is singing this song about not doing anything. And this is a man who outworks the entire music industry. Yeah. He, the the coordination they had for the music video associated with it too. I went and looked it up because I was so frustrated about the song. The fact that not only does he disrespect his audience so bad that he puts garbage out, (laughs) he puts garbage out that lies about what (laughs) he does at for a living and as a lifestyle Because he knows that people are sheeple enough to follow and buy it. And it makes me cringe. It makes me sad for that audience. It makes me feel like, wow, like how inauthentic can you get in the process of also making And sure it's easy. It's easy money to take advantage of that. But I don't see how somebody can sit well and sleep well on that. And, you know, Grant Cardone, back to that one more time. Uh, I saw, I, I was, we sat for two and a half hours through this really crappy presentation of, I'm going to get to it and I'm going to tell you. And yet we're going to get there. And let me give you a little bit of fact that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Let me talk about this and a little fact about something that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. And oh, man, you better know all that about taxes or you're not going to get it. And we're going to talk about that in all just a minute. Oh, man, I can't wait to drop this value bomb. Oh, my goodness. I could not believe he laid nothing of value down. And I, I, it's it's hard to do. It's hard to lay nothing of value down for an audience for two and a half hours while entertaining um, and, and feel. I, I don't know how your heart would feel after something like that, but I love the man as a human being and I cannot stand the tactics or the methods. Yeah, Con, Again, juxtapositioning that to Tony and I met he treated me like an equal, like a friend right away. We had great conversations. He he made sure to make super space for my level and where I was. And I eventually got his email about a real estate deal. Um, and in that email, I got to see a video of him and a few other real estate investors who are not REI people throwing that title on their Facebook thing just because everybody's doing it right now. Um, the real estate investors are everywhere right now. Nope. Their video in a matter of ten minutes, in fact, in a matter of two minutes, I learned more from them than almost every other real estate investor that I've ever spoken with. And we've been behind some amazing real estate investor program and and leaders, but it was so easy to see the neurosurgeon level of what Tony and his team, the team of members of friends that were doing. I don't know if you are friends, investors collaborators i don't know how it worked but it was so impressive tony that i was like yep yep i found i found the guy that i'm turning to for everything first when it comes to real estate so well way to way to do your work and, and figure it is. out and i wish people had the patience to to evaluate man i don't i don't need somebody fun i don't need somebody entertaining i need somebody who's going to teach me the right thing and and that's you man so i appreciate it yeah,
1: no, I, I appreciate you, Jackson. I appreciate the kind words and the in the perspective. Uh, you know, I keep going back to. So I do have fun at this. Uh, I do find it entertaining. Uh, there, there's some folks who who don't, but I I spend a lot of time, a lot of hours on what I do uh, because I truly enjoy it. I have fun. I've found my passion. Again, I am so yeah. truly blessed. A lot of people don't find their passion in life. And I feel so horribly bad for those folks who don't find their passion. I found mine. I love what I do each and every day. Some days I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I grab my cup of coffee and I'm already going right at three o'clock in the morning. Right. So (laughs) for me, this is not work. I am not looking to profit off of people, uh, you know, I'm not looking to obviously there's there's some amount of in some cases pay to play because it takes a lot of my personal time. Right. And I think if, you know, to some degree, if, it, if you want my attention, I mean, I need to make sure that that you're uh, you're going to take action. And, you know, when you pay for something, there's there's this thing in your in your mind that says, I'm paying for this. I got to make the most of it. Whether it's you're reading you you go to Barnes and Noble and you and you buy a book, you're not buying a book, spending $20 on a book just to sit it on the coffee table and look at it. You're buying a book because you want to read it. It's either gonna bring some some entertainment to your life. If if it's a Harry Potter book, it's gonna bring you some entertainment.
0: That's right. You know,
1: if it's some some meditation or religious book, maybe it provides some clarity to your life some value in that way if it's a real estate book maybe it helps you gain some gain some education in terms of how to invest in real estate right but you read it because you're you you know you're going to have some some defined benefit as a result of reading it and so that's why you know the big thing with me on on having folks pay for coaching is paying having that that uh you know that that behind them to say i'm paying for it i need to take action and make it make it
0: worthwhile so yes absolutely and you know here's my biggest secret for critical thinking my big my biggest secret i can think of regarding it and that has to do with the fact that enthusiasm right enthusiasm and hype and all that it does not have the same power As celebration, and I learned that from Glenn Morshower. Not to say that enthusiasm is wrong or that hype is wrong, but if hype and enthusiasm is leveraged to influence you, and you don't feel a sense of true authentic celebration and gratitude with that person and with the sense of life, if they're kind of in your face and pressuring you, you're probably not gonna feel those other two things. I love what Glenn Morshower laid down, and to me, you emulate that so well, Tony. And this is a uh, this is a photo of, of Tony and I at a conference with Ashley Detayo, Scott, a few other individuals who are amazing and you know this is what he's talking about like yes I, I agree with you man I absolutely love what we do I love to go to conferences that's where I find the people that are thinking like me and after big things in life and you get to just like open your mind to so many new cool things and it's it's just one of those opportunities to like sit around the table with people who are leveling up to big degrees and at the same time appreciate everything that you're up to in the world too. So if you haven't gone to conferences, I don't care what conference it it is, as long as it's driven around purpose, right? And as long as it's driven around celebrating the values and virtues of life, take out 20 bucks, take out hundred bucks, whatever it is and commit yourself to go and allow yourself to go and make new friends and participate. It can be a life changing experience, whether that's a church retreat, a business venture or a, a retreat to work on your copy for your book, for instance, like we were at with Detail Publishing. So Tony, do thank you so much for being here today. Any final thoughts? Where can we contact you if we want to reach out?
1: Well, first, I, I appreciate uh, you, Jackson, for having me again. I, this was a lot of fun and I think a lot of value for your your listeners and your viewers. Uh, they can find me a couple of different places if they're interested in the book, Freedom at Risk. Uh, it shares a, a ton of different value Propositions for folks. They can find that at freedomatriskbook.com. If they're looking for more real estate stuff, uh, they can go to my uh, my YouTube channel, Dirty Boots Capital. I share real estate. I share freedom ideas. I share a ton of different content here in terms of what's happening in the world. So, Dirty Boots Capital on YouTube, and then they can always go to my website, also called dirtybootscapital.com. They can go there check it out again i offer a, t- a ton of different options here for folks to to try and help them. everything from real estate syndications to coaching to you know just blog posts a, a ton of free content here as well so uh hopefully uh folks check it out and uh yeah and love it
0: i love it well thank you tony and welcome to vision pros everybody we appreciate you being here today and we will see you on the other side excellent
1: thank you jackson